All right. Well, welcome back in, hockey fans. A little uh, computer glitch, uh, internet connection glitch, I should say, booted us off the air. I I want to blame it on Paul Hornstein because I think um, too many ASU chants out of Manhattan has drifted over to Long Island and maybe uh, chased him off the air, which, of course, chased me off the air. Yeah. Um, How's the broad shoulders? Can you handle that? Uh, I've been blamed for all kinds of crap before. So this is technically <laughs> like part two, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, part two of the minute, but about a 10 minute delay in the middle. So, well, yeah, but when we, when, <clears throat> when you upload it, it'll be two separate parts. Yeah. You know? It'll be two separate parts, but, but right. we're back. We're back. Right. It's college hockey West live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, Southern California at the beautiful Harris resort in Rincon, California. And Paul Hornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. Um, okay, Paul, we got through um, talking about Air Force. We got through talking about Colorado College. Right now, we got two sweeps to talk about. We talked a little bit in the open about uh, Arizona State, but um, let, let's talk about where they're headed next because Coach Powers did not want to talk about the big series coming up in two weeks. Well, he wanted to focus on a, a, a long trip to Clarkson. Uh, and uh, he brought up some things in the post game that were interesting. He said, we beat Clarkson twice last year yeah. here. And um, we think that that might've been a part of why they didn't get into the NCAA tournament. And we're fully expecting them to want revenge when we get out to Clarkson and, uh, and play them next weekend. Plus you do not want to overlook them uh, in preparation for what we know is happening in two weeks, Thanksgiving weekend, the university of Minnesota comes to town to uh, do battle against Arizona state. We know what that's going to be like. So uh, first of all, your thoughts on Clarkson and how do they stay focused, Paul? Well, first of all, I I don't think there's any. Thank God for the cough button. Um, I don't think there's any question that those two losses to ASU last year kept Clarkson out of the NCAA tournament. They just missed. They actually were the 16th team in the pairwise um, and would not have got, would have been the last, the first team out had uh, Harvard not upset uh, Quinnipiac in the ECAC championship. You know, it's winning, get not have Quinnipiac not win the ECAC uh, bid. So um, I don't think there's any question that the ASU series kept them out of the NCAA tournament last year. Um, you and I both have a lot of respect for the Clarkson program. And Casey Jones. We both uh, have had a chance to visit with him in the past. You know, um, and this season has not did not start out very well for Clarkson. Now that they have played Merrimack, who's better than we thought they would be, they played Providence, who you know, is usually good. Um, they struggled at home. They lost to Merrimack at home. They they lost to New Hampshire at home to start the season. Uh, split with Mercyhurst at home, um, but are on a little bit of a roll now, having won their last three games over RPI who's having a better-than-expected season. Colgate, um, you know, has struggled all year long. And uh, Cornell, you know, the late-start Ivy stuff, maybe they don't have their stuff together yet. 
Um, but they're usually a high-quality team. Um, but, you know, this year they have not gotten off to that kind of a good start. So I'm not 100% sure what to make of Clarkson right now. I, yeah. I will tell you this. They'll be dangerous at home. Right. Anybody that thinks that ASU is going to walk over this team is not paying attention or doesn't. Yeah. Because this is a, 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 you know, a team that historically plays very stingy defense. As a matter of fact, they've only given up one goal in their last three games, and I don't care who you're playing. Okay. So um, that makes them dangerous. Um, and, and I think when you look at the numbers – when you look at their their lineup, um, this will be another weekend where ASU is going to need that depth and need that third and fourth line, quote-unquote, to be on their game. And, and make the difference in the series. And, you know, because ASU's not going to get the last change. Yeah, let me um, let me bring a couple things um, up on that point. Um, every time you go on the road in NCAA hockey, um, you consider a split good. Uh, in, and you brought this up to me right after Arizona State lost the second game to Colgate at home. You said that one might hurt them, and they're going to have to get one back. Is a sweep at Clarkson a way of getting it, getting one of them back, or getting that Colgate loss back? Uh, can't hurt. That's for darn sure. Um, Clarkson, in terms right now, if you look at the pairwise, is is down in the in the pairwise. They're in the the you know low forties. They're forty second. Um, so I don't know. How much did we? You win on the road, and it always helps you in the pairwise. Always. Yeah, absolutely. But but is it is it? Let me rephrase that question. Is it essential for ASU to sweep at Clarkson, or can they? Will they be fine with a split? Well, uh, not to flake out on an answer, but that would kind of depend on what other people do. Well. I'm going to put it in the big picture. Uh, you and I have talked about this a little bit. They need to win at least bit. one of them. They need to win at least one game. Right. Uh, we know that. Swept. I mean, you got you to split on the road at the, at the very worst. But I think when you look at the big picture, Paul, it's all about not losing double-digit games this season. I think as an independent, if you want a shot at uh, an NCAA tournament, a Frozen Four, an NCAA championship, I think you have to try to keep the losses in single digits. Maybe you can go to 10. But, but I don't think you can go much more than that. There's already four on the board, and there's a lot of big games coming up for Arizona State. Um, fortunately for them, a lot of them are at home. Right. But uh, they've got Minnesota. They've got at Denver. They've got Minnesota State. They've got Boston U. they got Boston College. Um, they got some big games uh, left to play. So I think that's the more pressing issue is, just don't lose double digits at the end of the year. Be in single digits, and you're going to be fine. You would think, um, you know, the way the schedule is set up, 
you know, when you look at these games for ASU, these two long travel road games, followed by, you want to say the biggest four games of the year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, without a doubt, two at home and two on the road. Yeah. You might not be exaggerating, at least not too much. Because if you take if you if you split it Clarkson and 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 do I think ASU is a better team than Clarkson? Yeah, I do. Especially at this point in the season. Um I give the edge in goaltending almost every series to Arizona State. Well, that always helps. Um, you know, if ASU is healthy, a healthy Jackson Niedemeyer and a healthy Demetrius Kumantis on the road at Clarkson uh, would help a lot because we know how good Clarkson usually is defensively. And the, the, the skating ability of Jackson Niedemeyer gives them an extra pair that helps them get out of their own zone. Totally agree with all that. I'll add one more thing, then we'll move on to the Denver Pioneers. But uh, I think they have to find a way to get more of their shots on net. Oh, I think wow. I don't know how many they took, but I think we talked about possibly upwards of 70 shots on Saturday night, and uh, 40 of them got on net, which is a lot. But still, if you're getting 70 off, it would be nice to uh, get a few more on net and get a few more conversions. But... Once again, on the road, you'll take a one nothing game, a 2-1 game, 3-2. It doesn't really matter. You just got to get the W, correct? Well, that's it. You got to win. I mean. So you uh, figure out a way to get it line. done, and that's where experience and great goaltending comes into play and usually is the deciding factor on the road or at home. Yeah, well, you know, you need – I mean, I think they have the experience now. I don't think that they're they're not an old team, but they're not a young team either. Um, they are they do have some freshmen that are playing a regular on a regular basis. But as I sit here and, and, and watch, they have to get the puck on the net. And they have to continue to get the solid goaltending and get the puck cleanly out of their zone. And, you know, Jackson Niedermeyer helps that. Yeah. Demetrius Kumanzis helps that. All good points. All good points. Um, um, I mean. Okay, so so let's jump into the Denver Pioneers before we uh, run out of time in this part two ep- episode. <laughs> well, are we going to run out of time? We do uh, have a little extra time because. Uh, anyway. Again, but whatever. Anyway. Um, um, either way, you can't overlook those games. Getting up there is not easy no matter where you're, you know no matter where you fly into it's not easy getting there from long island new york i'm told oh god no it's not um you know um it is not at all easy to get there from here um potsdam is pretty much up there Uh, Folks, if you got a map, just look at the state of New York and just go up there, and you'll find it. I mean, it's up there. I mean, it's it's up there. It's it's west. It's west of Plattsburgh. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is where my older son went to school. And that was a six-hour ride. So you have to add at least an hour. Okay. To go west. Come on. I just drove five and a half hours today. And that was a short day for me. Oh, no. I, I didn't, listen, that doesn't make it easy to get to. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a bad time. Okay. Let's get to the Pioneers for another time because they are. Uh, and should be the number one team in the country. I don't know uh, how you can keep them out. They're the defending national no. champions. Uh, the depth continues to just blow you away. Massimo Rizzo, Casey Dornbuck, uh, Carter Mazur on that top line. Even Paul Hornstein, friends, sent me a text that said, that was a Mazur laser. Yeah, I, I coming out of Paul I Hornstein. I regretted sending that. Oh, and I saved it. Don't think I haven't got that with quotes and posted everywhere too. By the way, uh, I I regretted sending, and I wasn't even thinking about it when a I Mazer laser. Well, I said it the other way around. I said a laser by Mazer, but so but um, same thing. Laser Mazer, Mazer laser. And I and I was like, oh, what did I do? Oh, <laughs> oh don't geez. worry, it's not going anywhere, folks. It's going to be here till uh, the very end. Uh, nice job, Carter. Thanks for uh, bringing that. Um, anyway, Massimo Rizzo in 12 games, 18 points. Casey Dornbach, uh, Carter Mazur with 15 points each for the uh, defending national champions. Uh, I told you, Paul, at the beginning of the year, I said Casey Dornbach is uh, going to be an all-conference player. And everybody, I think everybody that saw my ballot said, what are you doing? Uh, Casey Dornbach is a heck of a hockey player. And uh, he told me directly, he said, you know, it was hard to lead Harvard, but he said I had no choice. There was no, no options for me to stay. He did. So I had to go somewhere, and if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to go to Denver and try to help them win number 10. So uh, uh, he's worked his way up. He was very modest early in the year when I talked to him. He said, I don't know where I'm going to fit. Well, guess where he's fitting? On the top line with Massimo Rizzo and Carter Mazur. Not bad. He's fitting pretty good. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I have... For the Pioneers, a 3-2 victory, a gutty 3-2 victory after you found out that they had to fly into Minneapolis and bust their way to Grand Forks, which, by the way, is about six hours, uh, five and a half, six hours in a blizzard to uh, to get up there to play Friday's game, um, and they get a 3-2 win. Then Saturday night they come back, and it's, it's kind of back and forth, back and forth until all of a sudden the Pioneers said, enough of this stuff, and uh, the final is 6-3. Well, there were two games this weekend on Friday night. Uh, this one with North, Denver with North Dakota. And not that we cover them, but I did was very interested in watching the, the two games this weekend. Uh, Providence and UConn out in Hockey East. And I swear to God, there was somebody in the penalty box the entire game in both games. There were... <laughs> there were 11 penalties in this Denver North Dakota game. And I'm like, are you got what are the refs get were the refs getting paid by the call in these games because holy smokes. But uh, Denver did gut out a a a 3 to 2 win on 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 Friday night. Um you know, when you have to keep killing those North Dakota power plays. And they weren't perfect on it. As a matter of fact, they were one for five, uh, North Dakota, on the power play, uh, continuing their streak of a power play goal in every game. And playing on the road and dealing with the road trip. 
very much so a gutting out of a win for the defending national champions. Um, and and as the uh, part one of our show tonight ended, uh, I brought up the fact that I requested to speak to uh, Aiden Thompson and also to Jared Wright. And um, guess who uh, had a little game time action both nights, but certainly Saturday night, those two played a big, big role. In, well, actually, both nights, they played a big role. Um, can we just say it right now? The next Toby Baker winner at the no. University of Denver is going to be Aiden Thompson. No. We can't no. say that? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I didn't say that, folks, but write it down. Aiden Thompson might be the next Toby Baker winner might? from the Denver Pioneers. Really? Might? <laughs> okay, he will. He okay, will. I'll, I'll, I'll let he, uh, Carter Mazur know this. He is a player. He I'll is let, a player. I'll let um, Carter Mazur know this. This kid's a freshman. Okay. The kid is a freshman. Okay. Anyway. Um, so we'll go from there. Um, Jared Wright, the fastest skater I've seen in NCAA hockey in 50 years. And it's not close. And, and I'm talking about not only the fastest skater, I'm talking about the fastest skater that can handle the puck and do stuff with it. So if you can play at that speed and you can control the puck and you can shoot on the fly and you can hit the net, that is a complete package. He is going to be another star. And when you just look at what uh, Denver has in freshmen this year, oh, good Lord. We thought last year's freshman class was good. This class might be better. Well, this, this this second game was 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 a much different game than the first. Um, you know when you get, um, you know it it doesn't hurt when you, you can theoretically ease your way into the lineup as a freshman. Not that you're not getting playing time, but let's face it: who's the pressure on? It's not on the freshman. Because they're not coming in expected to save the program. And I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying that they're not playing well. But when you have uh, your top line averaging a point and a quarter or better per game, it does ease your load a little bit. You know, yeah, I'm not, not, not going to argue with you on that. I can argue with that there's, a bit. There's not the pressure on you to 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 produce right away. You can ease your way into things. The other thing, Paul, is that uh, Magnus Corona is a top-notch goaltender. He's proves it night in and night out. But um, you know my feelings for for the backup goaltender. Always. It's and, always uh, the backup goalie. It's always <laughs> the, it's like the backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but Denver. It, and let me tell you this. I, I told you when we did previews this year, I saw Arizona State, then I saw Denver, then I saw Colorado College, and I said the one thing that these three teams have in common is they have trios of goaltenders that are very, very good. And Arizona State, uh, at least on the depth chart, had bumped Ben Cross down to number three. But uh, when you've got Gibson Homer and you've got Ben Cross and you've got TJ Semptonfelter, that's a pretty good trio. When you go to Denver and you look at that group, you've got a pretty good trio. When you go to Colorado College and you look at that group, you've got a pretty good trio. What wins hockey games, Paul, besides special teams? 
It's always goaltending. Always. Yeah, it's always goaltending. So no surprise to me that those three teams are having the most success. I also saw Anchorage play some really good goaltending, and I've seen Lindenwood play it. And we know at Air Force, Guy Blessing is the guy, and uh, he's pretty good um, as well. So there's a lot of talent, and I, and I don't want to take away from Fairbanks either because their goaltending uh, tandem and trio, trio is pretty solid. But we're so fortunate to have seven teams that have uh, goaltenders like this. I mean, that there might be, they might all be in the top half of the uh, NCAA rankings. Yeah, well, the the, the difference is you know, Fairbanks hasn't played in a couple of weeks. It just it just feels like they haven't played in forever. Well, because they played <laughs> they so haven't. many games early and so <laughs> many big games early. <laughs> they haven't played in two weeks, so. Um, but uh, so, so it's it's I don't want to I don't want to sound make it sound like we're forgetting about them, but no, just, no, it just uh, you know you haven't played for two. It'll be three weeks between. Uh, they're split at Northern Michigan and their weekend this weekend up at uh, RPI. So um, now I, I got to ask you about the Lindenwood trip to Wisconsin coming up because uh, LIU went and played Wisconsin and it was three, two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Wisconsin got the win, but it wasn't easy. Well, no, Wisconsin eked out two one goal victories uh, over LIU uh, Friday night. Uh, they won three to two, um, scoring uh, midway through the third period after blowing a two nothing lead. Um, and, and and Saturday night against LIU, uh, Wisconsin, despite the large shot uh, advantage, uh, came back from two nothing and three two deficits uh, to, to 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 send the game into overtime. And then uh, Wisconsin scores late in the OT. So. Um, I don't know if that what that says about Wisconsin or that what that says about LIU. Uh, I do know that uh, if you count Lindenwood out, you're going to have a problem because <laughs> people are figuring that out, my friend. That four eight no, people are figuring that out. You know, and their goalies have been um, good and at times spectacular, and they've won three out of four. You know, Fairbanks last year didn't get wins until much later in the season when they kind of all got on the same page and 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 started you know feeling like they belonged. So, um, you know, uh, Lindenwood's playing this week. They got a, a week off to recover, and then they'll have almost a month off before they have to go play at Denver. So their 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 season's going to be definitely. Uh, two halves with, with without with a very early quote Christmas break. Okay, so let's let's jump into the pairwise rankings, which I put out there today for our teams, if you will, our coverage area teams. Denver uh, holding down the number two spot, right behind Boston University. Um, Denver nine three and zero. PWR of sixty and the number two I ranking. I just know what I just. I let it's the power computer ranking. figure out the numbers. I, I, yeah. Either way. Oh, by the way, the top-ranked BU team going to the Desert Classic beginning of January. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Um, and number 19, Arizona State, 7-4-0, uh, oh, number 43 in the PWR. Um, you jump down to, uh, let's see, our friends at Air Force. 
a split at home against Bentley. They're still 31, 31 in the PWR and 6-5 and 1. But once again, they have the advantage of being in a conference. Here's the big jumper of the week. The Colorado College Tigers up from 45 to 34, 27 in the PWR, 5-6 and 1. That tells you the strength of uh, NCHC hockey still, and they're down. I mean, let's just say it. NCHC yeah, is down. down this year from where they normally are, but Colorado College making a move. They're up, uh, what, 11 spots uh, in a week. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, Alaska Fairbanks, as you mentioned, was off for the last couple of weeks. They're holding down number 38 and a 24 PWR at 4-5 and 1. And um, Lindenwood, just two spots behind Minnesota Duluth and three spots behind Clarkson. At number nice. 45, 17 in the PWR, 4 8 0, as aforementioned. Um, look out for Lindenwood. They're climbing. They are climbing as well. And uh, when you sneak on down to Alaska Anchorage, number 54 in the rankings and an 8 in the PWR, 2 8 and 0. But nobody wants to play Anchorage, as uh, Arizona State found out this week. And that's not, that's not um, shall we say, an easy task, whether you play them at home or on the road, and they're certainly better than uh, a lot of teams give them, a lot of teams and players and coaches and fans give them credit for. Well, listen, somebody asked me going into the weekend, all right, um, what I thought about, you know, what I what would I use to describe Anchorage? And I, thought, I said, the word is gritty. Not to... Uh, reflect a certain mascot, but uh, the, the word oh, I oh use yeah, we know what you're thinking about. We know what you're thinking about, so, but we'll, we're not going to go there right. anyway. Um, and that's not to take away from their talent because boy, they have some talented hockey players. And Mr. Bamber is pretty darn talented. Jamie Collins pretty talented, and one Maximilian Helgeson uh, really looking good. Um, Carson Kosabut also I thought had a, a solid weekend. Uh, I don't think he's quite got everything that he wants yet, but um, he's definitely on the rise. And Jared Whale and goal was good this weekend. I mean, um, th- they're a team, though, you know, you talk about sleeping on Lindenwood, don't sleep on Anchorage either. Well, you can't sleep on anybody or you're going to get beat. And I don't care. Um, there's no way. I mean, I was, I was worried about uh, the games this weekend. Uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one, you know, you came off that game in Vegas against North Dakota. You had a week off. And you had to play Anchorage. And I, once again, there's no way that the adrenaline can be flowing for Anchorage like it was for North Dakota. It's just, you know, it is. You know, if this was a playoff game, maybe. But, um, well. Well, one thing, Paul, that the Sun Devils do have going for them is they are playing in the new Mullet Arena, and they are playing in front of their fan base, uh, a it. large fan base that, that they've earned over the years playing at Oceanside. So I think there's a little extra uh, for every home game that they play at Mullet. Well, there probably is. It's just it's still not playing North Dakota in front of 15,000 fans wearing green and white. It's just not. No, and they played. They played a one game, one game set right. against North Dakota. It was one and done, and they left everything on the table. And they played probably the best third period 
I've ever seen them play. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. But like I said, um, the, the seven teams that we have, I am very, very pleased with the level of play from them. And if you uh, you want to continue to watch the pairwise and see what those seven teams do, I guarantee you they're going to continue to climb uh, all of them. I mean, Denver can only go up one more spot, but they are the defending champions. And I told you before, Arizona State's a top 10 team, and they're going to be there before the season's done. Um, right. I, I will tell them right now, they will be uh, top 10 in the NCAA seeding unless all things fall apart. And I just don't see that happening. Uh, when I looked in the eyes of Lucas Sillinger and Benji Eckerly at the post game, especially Lucas, there was a focus on that kid. And I asked him, I said, how hard is it to start on the road and then come back home? And now you're going back out on the road again. He said, Hey, we love Mullet arena, but uh, we also want to prove that we're a good team on the road. And that's the kind of mindset you need. Well, you, you, and you, and you have a chance to, to show that the first four games were kind of a fluke going up to Clarkson uh, and making that trip up to, you know, Northwest New York state and, you know, having to fly into Syracuse or, or somewhere up there and, and, and bus over, not easy. So, you know, you're, you're going to have your chance to show that, that, that you can win on the road too. Meanwhile, the pioneers will get a weekend off. And uh, Colorado College, as I mentioned, will get to uh, host St. Cloud State. And our friends at Lindenwood making the bus trip up to Wisconsin. And, of course, uh, Rick Zambatos, he loves bus trips. So that oh, should yeah. fit him real, oh, real yeah. well. Uh, Anchorage is, is the team that's, that's going to have a fun week. They're already in Vegas. and I they're gonna I'm was... shocked. <laughs> no, they're going to spend a couple of days there. Uh, Coach Yasby told me that a lot of his guys had never been to Vegas before. It would be a chance for them to have a little fun on the 16-game road trip. Then they'll play UNLV Wednesday night. They'll play Liberty, two ACHA teams, back-to-back Wednesday and Thursday uh, before Liberty takes on UNLV for a weekend series in Vegas. A lot of big hockey in yep. Vegas this weekend. Yep. And uh, then they'll get back home and they'll get ready because coming up, Paul, in about a month is the Governor's Cup. And, um, man, what what a feature that would be because – uh, Fairbanks hosting the first two games and then Anchorage hosting the second two games. And you don't think that rivalry is heating up already? I'm uh, sure it's it heating up. It's sure heating it up. And it needs to in Alaska because it's cold this time of year and dark. No comment. <laughs> Have ready? you booked your tickets for that trip yet, by the way? Or? Um, um, uh, um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no? You're not sure you're going? Right, we'll have to wait and see. You got some sorrel boots and a big parka, and well, that's you know, like I said, we got to wait and see. You never know. <laughs> okay. All right, take it away, my From friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West live on the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network, brought to you by AT and T Wireless, where you can get the latest phones free with eligible trade-ins. Go to AT and T Wireless for uh, more details. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are. See our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Available at our two locations, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, as well as 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Koreans and Suites, now an official Disney World Hotel. 
Book your stay now at DruryHotels.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Liberty University, over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state of the art campus. See us at liberty.edu. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the Ice Time Hockey West.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, subscribe to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word on your favorite platform. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. It helps people find us uh, much easier. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW Podcasts. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will remind everybody this is a two-part show, uh, not by choice, but uh, we did the best we could yeah. with what we yeah. had to work with. So you can listen to part one and part two right. when they go up later on tonight or tomorrow morning. Right. Listen to and, part uh, one first. In, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just follow the follow the instructions, part one, part two. You'll enjoy the show. Um, the echoes are still going on from Madison Square Garden, ASU, ASU, Mullet Arena coming your way live from um, Madison Square Garden. I love it. On Manhattan, ASU making making waves. All right. We'll say goodnight from uh, the beautiful Rincon Resort and Casino, the Harris Rincon in Southern California. Paul Hornstein from Long Island, New York. Good night, everybody. <laughs>